0: Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Tuesday, September 19th, 2023, and I have an excellent show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels, nor Stan Szymanski, nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. Well, this week must be the geopolitical week here at the show, because uh, today, you know, what stuck out to me is uh, this story I saw on Zero Hedge, yesterday's story I pulled from Zero Hedge, too. So I think that just goes right along with the geopolitical nature of things right now. And uh, again, you know, why am I... um, Someone who, along with my wife, started this, So heck, 17 years or so ago, this ministry, talking about geopolitical things and what Russia says uh, the United States is right now. When it comes to disability, it's because... As the title, I'll give the title away, the title of the story from Zero Hedge's Russia, the United States is at war against us. Now, it's not the first time they've said that and not the first time that uh, Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, has said this. The novelty of this is that you can't find this in the American media, the American media does not tell you that America is at war with Russia. Oh, they tell you that we support the Ukraine. But as we see, we'll see in in this article, part of this article that I'm going to read, is that um, it's the United States that's behind everything. And the importance of this for the caregiver to recognize whether it's an individual caregiver caring for their own disabled child or someone running an institution or a day a day program is that things are going to change and the reality of things changing in an instant become more and more and more plausible every day because you need to procure for those, if you're a caregiver, that are in your charge, food, water, and a way to purify it, shelter, and that means also having a plan for nuclear fallout, which is becoming increasingly probable energy, and protection. You need to have provision for all these things for those in your charge. And here's why. Let's go to this article. Russia, this is from Zero Hedge. Russia, the United States is at war against us. And it's a fresh article from today, Tuesday, September 19th, 2023, was published at 5.45 a.m. Eastern, apparently. And uh, here's what it says. Russia Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, in fresh statements made to reporters, has said the United States is waging war against Russia through the Ukraine proxy war. Lavrov, in the Russian-language comments, described that Washington is not only transferring some $100 billion in military aid to Kiev— but is actually controlling its decision-making. He further said that this is in order to try and inflict a strategic defeat on Russia. The top Russian diplomat was speaking on the sidelines of the Eastern Economic Forum on Sunday morning. No matter, quote, no matter what it says, it, the U.S., controls this war. It supplies... Weapons, munition, intelligence information, data from satellites. It is pursuing a war against us, unquote, he said, according to a translation. And there's a picture of Lavrov there. I do have the article up on EncouragingAngers.org at the blog uh, going on. Quote, wow, what is going on? Is that Ukraine has been prepared, has long been prepared, for inflicting strategic defeat to Russia using its hands and its bodies, unquote, Lavrov emphasized. He, in prior comments Friday, had said the U.S. is also waging a global effort to isolate Moscow. And that this was the intent of the recent Saudi-hosted Ukraine Peace Summit. So I'm going to stop there. There's, you know, enough other parts of the article for you to take a look at. I think that that is enough to say, again, this is something that, you know, Russia has really... They didn't have an interest in starting this war, but the, the West, as I said yesterday and ad infinitum here at uh, the Encouraging Angels podcast, the West, which really means the United States and the, and the evil satanic entities uh, that pursue policy and carry it out, um, you know, worldwide, uh, have been pursuing... Uh, the destruction and uh, the carving up of the Soviet Union for a long time. We can go back at least, you know, to 2014 when the United States and its emissary, uh, Victoria Nuland, Assistant Secretary of State, I believe she was at the time, um, orchestrated the overthrow of a duly elected government. Uh, in the Ukraine in order to put in a puppet government friendly to the United States. Subsequent to that installation of the puppet government, the Ukraine used its military to go across the country to the Russian speaking peoples of the Ukraine in the Donbass and the Donetsk and, and with a, you know, and for lack of better term, you know, ethnically cleanse, you know, 14,000 people. That's really, you know, the the stuff that after eight years of that, and I mean, they cut off water, they cut off food. Uh, they did, you know, just the nasty things of war to their own people, to their own people. And uh, that is what really caused Russia to step in. Um, in addition to the West, which is really the U.S., placing its armaments, and supplies and now missiles on the Russian border. It is an existential threat to Russia. Again, I'm not a Putin apologist. I'm not a Russian apologist. These are just simple facts that that the reason for me going back and talking about this is to state, is what Lavrov Lavrov is stating, is that the United States is at war against Russia. But they want to couch it that we are supporting the Ukraine in its effort, its effort against Russia. No, no. It's the United States. So when Russia, you know, went into uh, the Ukraine February 24, 2022 on its, uh, you know, special military mission, I mean, it was at the, um, you know, on, uh, You know, w- with Russia being faced with an in- a existential threat of its very existence. That's what existential means, so I was kind of repeating myself. But um, hand in hand with this is another story, which I also have up on Encouraging Angels. And that is U.S. debt rises above $33 trillion for the first time, soars by $1 trillion in three months. Now think about that. The debt of the United States that has taken 250 years to accumulate, soared by $1 trillion in three months. And if the debt's at $33 trillion, I mean, that is a huge, huge number. That the debt of the entire history of the country, and this is like by no means all of it, because then I'll cut all the other unfunded liabilities like uh, Social Security and Medicare, etc., But the debt increased by, you know, like three percent in three months. I mean, if you can annualize that and, we're, and we're, we can only wait and see that the debt would go up by 10, 12 percent in a year um, of, of the entirety of the history of the country, things look like that they have a possibility of starting to go parabolic. In other words, the, the, the debt could go up even faster because now here's the importance. I said it yesterday. I'm going to have to keep saying it because people do not understand the gravity of the situation that we now find ourselves in is that why is the debt so high? If we go back as an example and look at the Vietnam War, during the early 60s and mid-60s, the rest of the world could see. And now the U.S. was still on a gold standard. Remember that. Tom, for instance, coffee. Remember, the U.S. was still on a gold standard, but it couldn't fund... The war effort, if it basically remained on the gold standard, because as most people do not understand, is that the money supply of a country can basically only increase by the amount of, you know, and related to the amount of new gold that comes into the system and new gold comes into the system typically through mining, so you, you might have something one, two, three percent increase in money supply a year, as opposed to, you know, and it's probably less than that, than this this crazy debt that's happening, you know, that it's soared by a trillion dollars in three months. But when you have a gold standard, you're limited on how much money can be printed by the amount of new gold that comes into the system. So you just can't print money because you want to. However, that's what the U.S. started doing. And especially France saw this during the 60s, and they wanted gold. And the U.S. said, hey, the dollar's as good as gold. And de Gaulle famously said, well, then give me the gold. And in fact, they did work that out uh, uh, you know, on their own because as the war progressed and as you know the the banks the, the, the US didn't have like banking system partners in the uh, the southeast asia you know parts of the world like vietnam and so but france was there right because those were french colonies and france took those US dollars and tur- and turned them into gold and they basically drew down the gold that the U.S. had and to the point where when, it, when in the early 70s, Nixon, you know, uh, shut down the gold window, took us off the gold standards. So it was war that, that the, the, the desire to carry out war and the amount of money it took to spend to carry out that war. Uh, is what took us off the gold standard. You you had to just cast any financial responsibility to the wind and say, screw it, we're going for, you know, a military win. If it bankrupts the country, so be it. And, of course, I mean, when you look back, you know, like in 1965 when uh, the United States, for all intents and purposes, but there was still a little bit you know took all the silver out of the coinage that's why when you have coins that are minted in 1964 and before like your dimes and quarters they're 90% silver that's why those things are valuable and that when they did that that was that is basically a default a debasement of the currency When you take real money out of circulation, you get rid of the silver and you put, you know, tin placards in its place. And so now, you know, we let's advance to the, quote, Ukraine war, which is really an American war. And you now see the U.S. debt rises above 33 trillion for the first time, soars by one trillion dollars in three months. Who knows how much it's going to go up? Because now, the, and the reason I mentioned all this, this little history lesson about going back into the 60s and the debasement of the, the, the currency due to war, you know, when the U.S. went off the gold standard and created this thing called the petrodollar, there was a treaty that was signed with uh, Saudi Arabia for Saudi Arabia in all of its oil dealings that it would it would require the rest of the world to trade in US dollars if they wanted gold so everybody had to maintain not only transact their business but also maintain reserves in US dollars and so that was the early 70s now in 2023 not so much now everyone is trading in OTD other than dollar And Saudi Arabia is now officially a member of BRICS. This new currency that is going to come about will come about in steps. So even though there was a a whole lot of um, speculation about the new currency coming up in the August meeting that they had that did not really happen, believe me, they advanced their situation a lot and now that's that Saudi Arabia uh, one of the foundation foundational oil producers of the world has joined up with BRICS the the petrodollar the dollar tied to oil that had its, it that created the world hegemony for the United States <clears throat> by making everyone hold dollars now has evaporated now there's still People doing, since the U.S. is the biggest economy, yes, they still have some dollars in order to do this, but they are on a road carrying out a plan to have a currency that does not depend at all on the dollar. So inflation is all these dollars that used to be in reserves are coming home. All these bonds, and again, these countries, when I say dollars, really you're talking about treasury bonds. All these bonds, either they're not buying anymore or, you know, when they come due, they're not rolling them over into something new and helping to finance the debt of the United States of America. No. They're They're putting their money elsewhere. They're buying gold hand over fist to fund, you know, or, you know, to to, uh, build up their own stores, you know, for this eventual move to a currency that is backed by something real. And so, in my humble opinion, I have said all this to say this. When we look at the title of this Zero Hedge article, Russia, the United States is at war against us. Why is the United States at war against Russia? It's because they are at the vanguard of not taking the shit of America anymore. When the United States put sanctions on Russia when the war started in February of 2022, the ruble cracked and went down. But then, again, as I said yesterday, Putin did something very smart, and he linked—he didn't back it. He linked the ruble to gold, and he put a a floor of about $1,600 an ounce under so that they couldn't wipe out the ruble, which is what the United States, you know, has historically done. They they, wipe—they send people in. They, you (laughs) know—I mean, the United States wiped out Iraq— the United States has, has very severely hurt Iran. Um, now there was big news yesterday with this, um, hostage, uh, trade and the $6 billion and so forth. Uh, the United States wiped out Syria has wiped wiped out, um, uh, Gaddafi and his country. And, um, Russia has said, we're not taking your SHI shizzle. And so the United States the, the, is trying to grasp its former glory of the petrodollar and is watching sand slip through its fingers, never again to be held, never again to have that same hegemony the same satanic stranglehold on the world and the inflict the infliction of death disease and disappointment upon a world that really doesn't deserve it yes the world's world's fallen cuz we're all fallen but the the actions of good god i mean you know you think about hillary clinton saying we came, we saw. He died when they talked about Gaddafi. Libya, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was probably the most advanced country in Africa. They shared oil profits with the um, with the populace. Uh, probably the most um, educated in that uh, continent, um, and many other, you know, good things. Um, But when Gaddafi wanted to start a pan-African gold currency, that's when they came after him. Now, they've got, again, so you can look at that. This whole BRICS thing, United States is not going down without, uh, I mean, breathing fire, in my humble opinion. So I say all this and, and show you these articles and put it up on Encouraging Angels. And how does this relate to someone that is disabled? How does it relate to a caregiver who is literally hanging on for dear life, trying to make it day to day? I hate to say it, but I must say it so that you can do your best to create alliances and and get what you can now before this all boils over. That you need food. I mean, again, I, I repeat myself, but geez, at Costco, you can still buy 25 pounds of rice for 12.50, roughly. My humble experience. Uh, most people can eat rice that you know without some kind of allergic reaction, um, and then of course you supplement beans with that, and you have a complete protein. You have you know all the the, uh, the essential amino acids necessary for life. Um, and of course you need spices and you need more than that, but you, you know, there is going to be potentially, when you talk about a war like this, just remember that Russia as one country, but actually it's Russia, India, Iran, China, North Korea, all have hypersonic missiles, which the U S has no defense for. And the U.S. offensively does not have hypersonic weapons. If the United States has moved nukes, you know, into, I believe they're nukes, but they've moved missiles into Romania. They, of course, have, you know, large amounts of, you know, military goods in Poland and other places, you know, there on the Russian border, basically. It, the the situation is so tense. I mean, doomsday bombers are in the air. Um, Steve Quail just had a, a story up on that two days ago. SteveQuail dot com. And um, if Russia is pushed to the point where there is. That there is no options left for them, they have tried to negotiate. You know who doesn't negotiate? The United States of America. Um, they don't want peace because they have lost their hegemony. They've lost their precious world reserve currency. It's it's still there. It's technically it's still there. It's slipping. The sand is slipping through their hands. Um, Russia will. Defend itself with nuclear weapons. They have said that it just wasn't in this story today. Um, if that happens, we have no idea. Just they have a, a you know a bomb, one of those Satan bombs. <laughs> I think they have Satan in one and Satan two. That like one one nuke can wipe out Texas. I mean, just think how big Texas is. If they would nuke New York City, that would take out most of the eastern seaboard. They have nukes in submarines off the east coast. They have nukes in submarines off the west coast. I believe they have nukes in the Gulf. This is these are the things. Again, this is my understanding. Take it to the Lord in prayer, as Steve Quayle says, and uh, for God's sake, for your sake, prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves. Food. Food, food, food. You need more than you think you do. In the words of Pastor Joe Fox at Viking Preparedness. Check him out on YouTube and then consider joining his Patreon. Uh, the average military, to keep at one military age fighting man in the field, the military has determined that it, it's about two pounds a day. For, because it, it they require 3,200 calories. That's 750 pounds of food a year. You may not need that much, but you sure might need five or 600 pounds to survive a year. Oh, yeah. You could starve for a while until you couldn't starve anymore. Um, do you have 500 pounds of food? I don't know. Think about it. You know, have this conversation with people that you love, what can you do? Uh, have a conversation with your neighbors about if what happened, what will we do? What? Because if a nuke goes off, almost for sure the grid's going down. And if the grid goes down, you won't be able to, if, if you're unprepared, you won't be able to run medical machinery for those who you care for if you're a caregiver. So you need to. A solar generator, again, names I've mentioned before like Blue Eddy, B L U E T T I, like Ecoflow, E C O F L O W, like Goal Zero. Those are some, some big names that you probably wouldn't go wrong with. You could call the companies and ask them about how much you need for the application that you have. You are not going to run your whole house without spending, you know, six to $10,000 or more. But you might be able to run lights and run your medical machinery with, with a smaller solar generator and, and some portable um, solar panels. Now, again, this is not an exhaustive conversation about this, but you, but you could do that. And, of course, you know, when the nuke hits, you better have it protected. You better have it protected, which means like in a Faraday cage or like a metal garbage can. Without any of the the product touching the edges of the can by having it insulated, like with uh, some cardboard, for instance. Again, I'm not offer, I'm not giving anyone personal advice. Investigate these things yourself. Um, there's information on YouTube and so forth about solar generators and about EMP um, and how to protect yourself using Faraday cages. You know, can you, you look at this stuff yourself? Uh. You, you need water to be able to purify water. I mean, you're going to drink, you know, again, go back to Steve Quill. He said a long time ago that you're going to, you know, drink water that you previously only would have walked through. You better be able to, you know, really, you know, pur- purify, you know, clean that water. So you need things like, you know, again, go out and look at these Big Berkey, Big Berkey water filter and a Pure water filter. Um, you can look at companies like Seychelles and the Catadyne filters. You know, there's a lot of work to do there. But you better have something. Mike Adams did a uh, a study on a whole bunch of water filters and found six that would actually filter, even though they're not advertised to do such, would filter out radioactive isotopes. I think he used cesium. I don't know if it was cesium. It was an analog of cesium-134, 137. Again, I'm not a nuclear scientist. so. Um, but, boy, this is important information to know. Again, take a look at what I presented to you, today, you know these, like these articles, and see if this makes sense for you. And again, you know, consult a professional. I'm not a professional in any of these areas. Um, I sure have a lot of experience in surviving, though. Surviving, you know, what would kill a lot of people and destroy families. But I'm not giving anyone personal advice. These are just, you know, the things that either I did, would do, or would consider, okay? Again, consult a professional for yourself. Consider Jack Lawson's civil defense manual. Do you know that Russia can put its entire citizenry of like Moscow underground to protect the people from a nuclear strike? In the United States, not so much. You know, there is no civil defense plan for uh, America. If you think there is, uh, please tell me where your local civil defense shelter is. i bet you can't do it because I don't know where one is. The closest one is, to me is my basement. But there's nothing that's like uh, publicly known about anything like this. Um, Jack has put together an incredible resource. Again, CivilDefenseManual.com, 900, a 950-page Resource, it's two volumes written by Jack who wrote the chapters on like the neighborhood protection team on how you assemble that. And and even just, even if you're not assembling it, you know, bringing it up to people who you think might do that, especially if you're a caregiver uh, of the disabled, because, you know, you've already got your hands full. Um, Chapters on communication by NC Scout might be the preeminent authority on communications of this nature. He wrote a book, The Guerrilla's Guide to the Beofeng Radio, I think is the title, and he sold over 30,000 copies. He wrote it and put it on Amazon. Think about that. But he wrote the communication chapter in Jack's book, Civil Defense Manual. So again, civildefensemanual.com, There's so much information about water, food, communications, protection, you know, um, et cetera. I mean, go look at it, civildefensemanual.com. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. I mean, I am working hard trying to bring you information that means something to you right now. Yes, I can and do do, you know, a lot of the social um, articles on a lot of the wrongs that are done to, you know, Folks that are disabled and some uh inspirational stuff. Uh, but I am trying right now, because of the times we live in, to bring this information about what's going on geopolitically, so you can rationally consider a course of action so that those you and those who you care for, if you're a caregiver and taking care of the disabled, might survive what's coming. And not have to crawl into a FEMA camp because that probably won't work out well. In my humble opinion, it might be more like a, a that might be a roach motel where you check in but you don't check out. That's my humble opinion. Your experience may vary. Please consider really the, the you know, having important conversations with those who you love. Check this information, don't just trust me. Check this information out for yourself. You can start with the articles I provide on EA and go from there and go out and do your own searches, okay? You can support Encouraging Angels by going to www.encouragingangels.org. Click on the Donate tab and donate using your card online through our great payment processor, Cornerstone. Tremendous people, very professional. And um, you can also, if you wish, just to send something to our P.O. Box listed right there. Well, this is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to the opportunity of seeing you right here next time.